What is going on, all my YouTubeites, Corbinites, Chrysanthians, uh, people from Kashif, Kashiet, Dagobalians, Dagobalians. I don't even know how to say. <laughs> how do you say somebody from Kurasan? Kurasanians. Anyway, we're about to get things started, boys and girls. May the fourth be with you. We got some big old scoops from my man Mikey Sutton, and uh, you know how we do. May the 4th be with all y'all. What up, Dark Side Jedi? Happy Star Wars Day Happy to you, bro. Happy Star Wars Day to you, too, and to everybody who joined us tonight. Man, Looks what a like day. Looks like you, uh, you got into a lightsaber battle and it took off some of your face, man. I lost. I lost. But it'll grow back. I got bored. Yeah. <laughs> you got you bored. Hey, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Chad Crow and Jose Jamal were holding it down in the tailgate in Victoria Paddock. Uh, to our man, Discovery Bay Comics with the wrench, Sith Lordly with the wrenches, also a big giant Star Wars fan, as you can tell with his name, Alex Perez, Man Cave Chronicles, Dave in the Cave, uh, Johnny Boy, Dollar Bin Fodder. A uh, quick message, man, for the I shipped out all my books for the Friday auction, but there, if you guys are watching, um, for the big to do sale, uh, there's some people that haven't contacted him, Gamma Comics Collectibles, uh, Sueño Gradable, uh, Tyler Rolnick, I know, but also Anthony Rogers. Hit up me or the big to do on Instagram at the big to do. Uh, if uh, he's got some, only four things that weren't claimed, that's not bad for uh, that claim sale. If only four people didn't claim uh, what you had, but uh, I just shipped out all the comics yesterday. I have not uh, shipped my books out yet. I actually was gonna wait till Wednesday because we're doing another auction, so I figured. If somebody ordered more, I'd put it in the box instead of paying shipping twice. Ryan so. just shaved his beard off. I just got freshly faded. It feels so good. I was like, oh, you know, I'm just like rubbing my own head. I'm like, oh, it feels so good to get faded. This is the first time in seven, six years that I haven't that I shaved this thing off. Yeah. So also, uh, as Ryan was saying, Saturday or Wednesday on our normally scheduled time, we are going to do a live auction because we didn't finish on Friday with four hours. Yeah. I figured this is going on too long, but we'll do uh, this Wednesday at 6 PM, our normally scheduled time, 6 PM Pacific. Uh, we're going to do is just two hour auction to get rid of the rest of the stuff that we have. I, add, so, I added a book. This wasn't on the list, but I figured, you know what? I don't know oh, if you guys know what this is. Man, let me go full screen on that. Show that bad boy off. This will be auctioned. Hell is number three. Yeah. Yep. There you go. First appearance of Punchline right there, boys and girls. So lots of exciting stuff is happening right now. Uh, 
California, we just got word today, starting this Friday, we're going to start opening parts of the state. So hopefully some uh, the comic, some of the comic book stores are going to start opening back up. Today is Star Wars Day. If you haven't heard, that means that last night they showed the series finale, or actually at midnight, California. So I saw it last night. Ryan saw it this morning. We saw the series finale of Clone Wars. It was freaking incredible. And today, obviously, is Star Wars Day. But before we get to the Clone Wars series finale stuff, we'll get that to a second. Uh, we'll so give you guys a spoiler warning. But I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody watching this. What else do you got to do? You ain't got shit. It was to only do. twelve episodes. Shit. But watch them wars, son. Them wars was awesome. <laughs> so I got a scoop. My man Mikey Sun is dropping some Marvel scoops today as well. And I said, yo, you gotta have some Star Wars stuff, man. Today's Star Wars Day. He reached out. Sure enough, man. And I think after watching Clone Wars, this news made me even more excited for perfect, what, perfect. Uh, they got planned. Yeah. All right. So here we go, boys and girls. Um, before we do that, though, let's get into some theme music. Ooh. And if you haven't seen it, it's kind of a annual thing that I do. Every May the 4th, I post the Star Wars, the full Star Wars mix that you just heard right there. That's only the like a 20 second intro to the entire three minute mix that I did. Go peep it out after this video. I did it about four years ago. So every year on May the 4th, I throw up my little Star Wars mix that I did way back in the day, man. So this is coming from our friend Mikey Sutton. Uh, and is i'll oh, make sure you can hear me uh this is a star wars scoop man so i'm gonna read it verbatim what i got right here so bear with us boys and girls but this is exciting news <clears throat> with the massive success of the mandalorian the massive success of the mandalorian is opening the star wars galaxies to what will be a variety of shows on disney plus Similarly, similar, similarly to the high-budgeted fair that will introduce new characters but adapt early ones in a new format. According to Mikey Sutton sources, discussions have taken place about a live-action spinoff from the animated Star Wars Rebels show. That's right, boys and girls. Wow. A spinoff from Rebels, and it's going to be live-action, not animated. Wow. The casting of Rosario Dawson as Ashoka Tano in Season 2 of The Mandalorian cer certainly set off speculation fireworks that Rebels themselves are coming. And Mikey has scooped. And then remember, we scooped that Sabine Wren was going to yeah. be appearing in Disney Plus. Yeah. Right. That was months before Ahsoka was announced. But according to Sutton's person inside personnel, discussions are revolving around Kanan Jarrus live action show focusing on the days of a Jedi Padawan named Caleb Doom. D-U-M-E. If you didn't know, nice. Kanan's real name, his star, his Jedi name was Caleb Dune. And in the Star Wars comic, Kanan, the Kanan, the last Padawan, it follows him. His teacher is, I forgot her name, but she, his master was a student of Mace Windu. And that's based on that Star Wars, the last, uh, Kanan, the last Padawan uh, comic book, where it has a ton of first appearances from Rebels. It's some great, it's a great, great read. Um, nothing serious in terms of planning or negotiation have apparently begun, but it seems like they're very interested in bringing this character to new life. So it probably wouldn't be Freddie Prince Jr. who voiced Kanan in Rebels since in that comic, uh, I believe Caleb Doom, who is Kanan uh, when he was a Jedi, 
this happened right around the or, uh, right around Order sixty six, and he survived the purge of Order sixty six. If you ever seen Rebels, he he and he talks about how he survived the purge, and and I'm pretty sure this would follow that. So this would be right around the same time frames of the Rebels, and it would be a a perfect way to bridge Rebels and Clone Wars after seeing the series finale of Clone Wars. But wait. There's more. There's more. Sutton also has an update on the Lando Disney Plus series that we scooped late summer. Lucasfilm right. is is open to having Alden Eichenreich reprise his titular, titular role from Solo the Star Wars series. So that's the kid that plays Solo mm -hmm. in the Solo story. There you go. May the 4th be with you. That When I got that, I was super stoked to hear that they would be doing the last Padawan Kanan story and developing for live action. This, uh, they, so this doesn't really involve the, the, the crew of the ghost, but this talks more about how Caleb is training to be a, uh, as a young Padawan. So that would definitely have to make him more of a teenager. For those who've read Kanan, the last Padawan, this basically tells it that story has been underneath our nose this entire time. So after watching the clones war series finale last night it makes total sense to do a canon live action series what say you Jedi? i agree right? I, I think it makes total sense with the tie-ins i mean are we going to get into spoilers or are we just going to kind of walk around the, the issue well let's we'll talk about the news first that uh, i that, think it's a great idea because it fits yes. perfect like you said it fits perfectly with how they ended uh, Clone Wars, and it fits perfectly with what they did with Rebels. It, it's it's it would work. It would work. And I well. think the popularity of the Mandalorian and the popularity of Clone Wars, they're like, look, we're sitting on a great landmine, our great trove of stories that we can develop for Disney Plus, right? Still, the 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 big screen, they still have the, the what they can do, like major stories, but that's still down the road. They have all this time to develop the stuff for Disney Plus, and now that. If you notice, the only two things that really got us excited for on Disney Plus, because all the Marvel stuff obviously was pushed back uh, with the quarantine that happened, everything shut down. But the, what they had rolled up, ready to go, was the Mandalorian Season 1 and right. Season 2. Mandalorian yeah. Season 2 is still coming out in October. Luckily, all the principal photography was filmed already. And didn't and they no announce what, Season 3 already, too? No, not yet. But no? Season 2 is wrapped. And what they're basically doing is uh, they're all working remotely on the visual effects. So that all the stuff that they did, they remember they were already filming Mandalorian season two while we were watching Mandalorian right. season one, where they're releasing. So thank God that's still going to come out in October. So we still have a bit of time between Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. But man, they got all these great because you think about it, Marvel really like lined up a bunch of stuff for Disney Plus. But Star Wars, I think, was still trying to figure out where they were going to go. They had the mm -hmm. Mandalorian, but they're like, what are we going to go? You know, say whatever you will about the theatrical releases of J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson. You know, you know, I like it all because it's Star Wars, the spaceship, there's lightsabers. I don't care. It's still cool to me. <laughs> Either. I you know want what I mean? I want it it's all. Like, it's like bad pizza. You're still going to eat it because yep. it's pizza. You know That's what I mean? Right. So, um, right. But unfortunately, we are in a um, divisive era, especially within fandom. So... People can't just enjoy things for what they are and just be happy that we got anything at all. Because when we were growing up, what did we have? We had that damn holiday special. That's it. And hardly. one that it came on one time and you never saw it again. <laughs> you never see. I think there was a reason for that, though. <laughs> you, you know what? Now, in any given weekend, dude, like TNT or FX will just show all the Star Wars movies like back yep. to back. Yeah. When I was a kid, I remember when Star Wars first aired on regular TV. HBO. It came on HBO. No, like the like CBS, oh, ABC, like oh, one of the okay. regular channels. It was a huge thing, right? I mean, I mean, 
I mean, we set our VCRs to record, boys. Yes, we used to have VCRs, boys and girls. You had to put in a blank tape and you had to press record. So uh, for those that are just joining, I will read the scoop again. Uh, it's pretty big, so let's get right to it. You know what? I got one copyright ding. Let's get another one. Uh, I was interesting. Sith Lordly says he got up at uh, 4.40 a.m. to watch it before work. You could have just watched it at midnight last night because I was I was already up and awake. And I was like, hey, look at that. I can watch the last episode of Clone Wars while everybody is still asleep. All right, boys and girls, let me read this. This is from our man Mikey Sutton. This is uh, fresh off the presses, so let me read it. Uh, Mikey Sutton, Star Wars Scoop. The massive success of The Mandalorian is opening up the Star Wars galaxy to what will be a variety of shows. With similar to high-budgeted fare that will introduce new characters, but will adapt earlier ones in a new format. According to Mikey Sutton's sources, discussions have taken place about a live-action spinoff from the animated Star Wars Rebels show. The casting of Rosario Dawson as Ashoka Tano in Season 2 of The Mandalorian certainly set off speculation fireworks that the Rebels themselves are coming. And Sutton scoops Sabine Wren appearing on Disney months before Tano was even announced. We talked about Sabine Wren on here as well as Thrawn as well as Mara Jade. So people, hopefully people were speculating and got those books early. But according to Sutton's per inside personnel, discussions are revolving around a Kanan Jairus live action TV show focusing on his days as a Jedi Padawan called Caleb Doom. Nothing serious in terms of planning or negotiation have apparently begun, but it seems very they seem very interested in bringing this character to new life. Sutton also has an update on the Lando Calrissian Disney Plus series he scooped in late summer. Lucasfilm is hope is open to having the actor who who played Solo to reprise his role for the Lando Disney Plus series. So there you go. If you don't know, Kanan, the last Padawan, tells a story of Kanan when he was a young Padawan. And it's going to be, I mean, and if you watch Rebels, it kind of, you have to watch Rebels because there's a mm. lot of callbacks in the Clone Wars, a callback to Rebels. So uh, right now, I'm going to give you guys. Uh, 20 seconds to get out because we're going to yeah. be spoiling the crap out of Clone Wars season seven, the fast three episodes. So um, I'm going to do this one more time. We're going to get a copyright thing. Why not? We already got two copyright things. We'll get, so after this, this Third is your spoiler warning. This yeah. is your spoiler warning. Either this morning or late last night for me was midnight when I saw it. We got to see the series finale of the Clone Wars, and I got to tell you, it was some of the best Star Wars content ever. Literally, ever. Hands, ever. Uh, you're when you say ever, ever, anything. Dave, Dave Filoni is such a great storyteller because remember at the very beginning of Clone Wars, we got to meet the Bad Batch. And that was a fun story, but we got to learn about more about the clones themselves. And then there was a middle story with the two sisters and people were like, oh, kind of waiting, but it actually paid off. Right. And then like the episode, I want to say nine or 10, 
we real we realize why they don't like the Jedi, and it really goes back to Ahsoka Tano and how she saw the hypocrisy of the Jedi Council and how they kind of did whatever they had to to, mm -hmm. to fight just or bring down criminals, even if it killed innocent people, which they didn't realize. Right well, at one she point, she even says this. She says. Jedi were supposed to be peacekeepers, but all I remember as from being a for from the first time I became a Jedi was war. We've been soldiers, so yeah. it's I could you could see the twist in her mind as to what they wanted the sisters wanted or what they expected Je Jedi to be like. And there's a whole story behind it, yeah. and what and they really are, how they feel that they are. Yeah, and you know she was about to get serious because right around mm -hmm. episode nine or ten, you saw the old Lucasfilm. Yep. Uh, uh, opening kind of credit, like it with was some ominous was the, music. Yes, and then you saw like a red logo for Clone Wars, mm -hmm. and uh, there was no jokes after that. Nope. It was all serious. And during the, uh, there was a scene where you actually heard um, the stuff that happened in Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. It was the audio from the film itself. It, it was, was audio. The, it was the the chamber room. Um, exactly. The with, young with, thing killed. Yep. So we got to see how Order 66 actually happened and how in um, Revenge of the Sith, Order 66 was ordered, but you saw the Jedi or the clones didn't really do too much, but Rex was immediately triggered, immediately right. triggered, right? But you could tell Rex has an affinity. He really cares about Ahsoka because she's been there. What was cool was when Ahsoka went back to the Jedi Council and she saw all the clone troopers, they all saluted her. Right. Like they know they she painted was there their, for their masks. Yes, the that was dope too. I got very goosebumpy moment yeah. right there. Um, so when the execute order 66, Rex is like trying to shoot, and then we finally figure out because if you watched, and this is a spoiler alert for uh Rebels, Rex is in Rebels, he is one of two other clone troopers. Uh, I think Wolfie, and I'll read it right now. I have it right here. The name of the episode was called The Last Commanders on Rebels, and it featured three. Uh, clone troopers. It was Rex, Wolfie, and Gregor. And they uh, there's a scene in Rebels where Ahsoka Tano says, I want to send you guys over here and ask, I have some old friends that will help you. And that's when we say Rex. Rex Rex is throughout the entire Clone Wars and yeah. he's a big part of Rebels. And it was cool to see he was trying to fight this. So now we know that when on uh, during uh, I want to say Attack of the Clones, right? When and, um Obi-Wan Kenobi goes there and you see Jango Fett and they're mm -hmm. making clone troopers. Well, during that time, they embedded a little chip on them. So as soon as they heard the words order execute, execute order 66, it triggered them. So it wasn't, we always wondered, okay, well, how do these clone troopers, there's, they've well, been fighting there was a inside, whole yeah. series of episodes. I forget what season it was that explained all that, where one of the, one of the uh, clones, their implant malfunctioned. Yeah. And that's when it started the whole, and then even showed that in the end, I think it was like the second or second or third to last episode in this season, I, they showed where, uh, the Camino in was discussing that they had implanted where they had, um, yeah, the Caminos are those really large. Yeah. They were, they were explaining alien. how they had implanted it. And then they showed Rex's, uh, complaint that had been. That's right. They showed it again on Clone yep. Wars, right? Yep. They, when yep. they played it back. Right. See, you, Ryan, you did it right by watching Rebels like again. Like I had last mm -hmm. seen Rebels when it finished, but I didn't go back and rewatch it. But there's tons of stuff that are. Part I'm actually. Of Clone Wars. I was actually doing a full Star Wars marathon. I started with Episode One, Episode Two, 
Clone Wars movie, Clone Wars TV show, Rebel, or I'm sorry, episode three, Rebels, uh, uh, Rogue One, four, five, six, Mandalorian, seven, eight, and now they just dropped nine today, so I can finish. I think I don't know what I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna awesome. Probably, it's an I'm awesome. I'm gonna rise, watch Rise of Skywalker again since it's it's been a bit. I saw it twice in a movie theaters. Anytime I do a serious review, I always watch a movie twice, so this way I, I don't mess anything, so that way I go. But, um, but I was I, I was watching, and then Ahsoka Tano in Rebels is badass. We saw some levels of badassery in when she finally gets back her lightsaber. So, and, yeah. and I'm glad that they didn't make these last few episodes like about Obi Wan, about uh, Anakin. No. We saw glimpses, but I'm, we already know their their story trajectory. I right? really like what they did with Darth Maul. Oh yes, I saw how they handled him because we know from Rebels. If you've seen Rebels, spoiler spoiler. At this point, anyone watching should be long gone. Yeah, if they haven't seen it, but. You know, you see, you see the the Obi Wan, the final Obi Wan, uh, Darth Maul fight. You know, you get to see they they, slice them like yeah, and they finish yeah, but they finish his whole his his story arc in Rebels, Darth Maul's, um, and it's nice to see how he was part of the Ahsoka escape. Well. I, Obi-Wan alludes to it in the last two episodes. He mm-hmm. says, I already killed him once. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And obviously this is way before Rebels where he's he's got to kill him again. But at one point, Ahsoka Tano is like, my my friend, my uh, enemy's friend is my friend, right? And so, right. and then there's, I remember you and I, uh, we were all talking about it in our private chat. Um, and we were talking about the parallels between Rogue One and, um, oh, and Darth Maul <laughs> In Clone Wars, where he didn't have a lightsaber, but mm-hmm. he was still mm-hmm. jacking jacking fools yep. up. And I didn't realize how for- powerful in the Force he was. He lived to that entire um, uh, <coughs> um, what the fuck is it called? Space when they go through warp 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 drive, and yeah, just boom, smashed, <laughs> throws well, it on all the. Even Ahsoka Tano was pretty powerful when uh, Darth Maul is trying to escape in the ship, and she's like, she's oh, holding yeah. it yeah. And, with her Force grip, and I'm like, damn. But when she pulled, when Luke. Or I said, Luke, when Anakin gives her back her dual lightsabers, yeah. one is a, a full size and one is almost like a like you ever seen samurai swords where they have a long one and a mm-hmm. short one. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they're basing off that. But Ashoka Tano as a dual lightsaber wielder is badass. badass. She is badass. And I was a little when man, she I was in that circle in that iron with her hands yes. using the force and her lightsaber. Yes. That was so some dope. Of the, I mean, so Dave Floney pulls some of the coolest shit out of the scenes, right? Where you're thinking, I've really seen did. everything already. You really can't do much. And I was like, no. okay, I just saw some new shit. That's dope. And and the comedy, you know, when Darth Maul is leaving, he's like, Will you give me a shot? She goes, I'm not rooting for you. Like he's he wanted to, one of her lightsabers. She's like, I'm not rooting for you. Peace out, bro. <laughs> Sokotano ends up being the only one who really is uh, chaotic good. Uh, and she's no. not, she's like, a great you know, Jedi. throughout the prequels, um, we learned that the Jedi, well, the main reason why Luke Anakin really can't be a Jedi is because his feelings get involved too much. That means they basically live the life of priests. They can't fall mm-hmm. in love. They can't have, ch- they can't, you know what I mean? Because right. they say uh, um, emotion clouds your your judgment uh, so either anger or even that that's the thing that really got to her is well even love does it right so right. that's why obviously anakin did whatever he did because he fell in love with padme and he you know and he was promised some things by um by palpatine right that i can save her and so he did all this just to save her because he knew that she was going to die what trips me out of Sokotano 
she and Darth Maul sensed what was going on with Order 66. At one point, Darth Maul says, my master is doing this, but I didn't know the mm -hmm. level and scope that he was doing it, right? So, right. I mean, so well, obviously we know And Darth he even Maul called out, he even called out Anakin. He said, yeah. Anakin is going to be the key. So Darth Maul had a lot more knowledge about this. He was a smart yeah. dude. Yeah, because he said, uh, you know, and then when she has that premonition, you're like, oh, you just, and then I, I felt, I felt a little mixed because I know the Clone Wars, uh, the clones are going to turn on him with Order 66, but I, I, just, I was like, man, I, they, I've been, I've been rocking with these dudes for, for a minute now, so I'm getting seen them all get killed off, so at least we know at least three of them survived, right. and I'm assuming Rex took the chip out of the other two, uh, being uh, Wolfie and Gregor. Right. which are weird names for clone troopers, by the way. Because uh, obviously, if you want to know their true names, CT7567 is Rex, CC3636 is Wolfie, and CC576-39 is Gregor. Go look for the Rebels uh, episode called Lost. It's a great Commander. episode. It's a great episode. Yeah. It, it's really good. So, I mean, uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. And then, and then they become... Do all three of them, or does just Rex become pretty much a main character after they introduce that show, that series, or that episode? I, I know Rex did, and I think one of them gets killed off. Okay. Uh, so let me read this. Uh, the Lost Commanders is the third episode of the second season of Rebels, uh, and the first episode ever after its uh, TV premiere. Plot summary. Not long after the destruction of Phoenix, commanded by da-da-da. Let me see. Ashoka gives Sabine and the crew the ghost the head of the old tacos send them to the silo system before leaving. She firmly tells Kane and Jarrus to trust her friend and she, who she's referring to is uh, Rex. So, you know, I'll let you guys watch it because then you'll get the whole idea. Uh, shout out uh, to everybody in the live chat. May the fourth be with you. JLS comics. Uh, I know you just did a video on the uh, new mutants thing. Uh, this is fresh off the presses right now. Uh, new Mutants schedule got pulled off of Amazon Prime. So somebody made a mistake or they're trying to redo it, but uh, somebody finally realized it and you can no longer find um, New Mutants. So that was the other big story of the day was that uh, you could pre-order New Mutants for $25 on Amazon Prime. Somebody made a boo-boo because uh, I think they realized they're in their ways and they removed it. My initial guess when I first saw it was that it was just a way to pre-order the film after it came out on wherever, because um, I'm pretty sure even if they streamed it on Disney Plus, they probably say after the 90 days you can buy the full film, and that's how typically Amazon does. You can actually buy the whole digital copy and then wait a few days, and then you can buy the uh, real media like DVD or Blu-ray. Mm. So my guess is maybe even Disney Plus would be like, we're gonna drop this on Disney Plus for our subscribers, and then for those who don't have Disney Plus, you could buy it for $25 from Amazon because a lot of places have that where. Amazon basically is the hub for anything and all things. Um, and also at the very uh, back to Clone Wars at the very end, uh, we went full circle. Um, there was, you see the really, really dope scene of, of uh, Ahsoka standing there with all the clone troopers. Cause they went back. So basically this, the star destroyer crash lands on this planet and, you know, they still care about, you know, because Ashoka's been fighting with them, you know, this She refused to kill him. She refused yeah. to kill him. She said. And then they go you know, back to the planet and they give him a decent burial because mm -hmm. you see Rex has a shovel and you see like the, that's the old school military burial of in, in, in wartime, right? They normally mm -hmm. put the helmet with the boots and, you know, normally a cross, but obviously the Star Wars. So you just see the helmet and you see little uh, above ground burials places. Mm -hmm. And then 
they kind of get this kind of scene change while all of a sudden it looks like planet Hoth. Yeah. Which that's what I thought it was at first, but it wasn't. It was just a change of the season. So obviously mm-hmm. it was winter. But so at this they point should... they, but you see, you see the storm, the, the winter stormtrooper, like the, the yeah, star yeah, Wars yeah. that I we got, know. Yeah. Now it's no longer clone wars. This is star. Yeah, wars. These are armor. the guys that can't shoot. So right, right, remember right. where we you always make fun of uh, storm stormtroopers cannot shoot. Right. Right. Clone troopers can't shoot right these are stormtroopers now that we see in the ice there's still a story there about where all the clone troopers went i think that that they uh that disney could tell because we never see when clone troopers were gone and they became stormtroopers and basically i mean if we we saw it in a little bit in the force uh awakens right where mm-hmm. uh uh what's his name what's his nuts uh the black dude finn ah, I forgot it. finn, finn. Is a reluctant stormtrooper, so mm-hmm. that shows you why they can't shoot. They just they just grab these guys and they become stormtroopers, right? I mean, clone troopers were were uh, genetically breeded to be bred, right, and bred trained to be soldiers. To be soldiers. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and then so we see um, Darth Vader. Of course, we hear the the music. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. We hear the one, and then he picks up this, and then he picks up, and I was like, no way, is it still working? Oh, All rusted. Yeah, no, but it's still lit up. Yep. It's still lit up. Just like this. Nice. Oh, I don't know if you guys this is purple, by the way. Mace. Yeah. Look at that. That's cool. Yeah, mm. but the, you can't I'd have to be totally in the dark. Oh, there you go, man. Nice. Oh that it careful, that you're gonna cut yourself. Don't cut your arm off. Oh, it wouldn't be an episode of Star Wars without it or a Marvel movie without a chopped off arm. <laughs> that's my force. Uh, I forgot which model that is. That's the Mace Windu one, but that's like the uh, $200 lightsaber. Nice. Uh, they stopped force making them. or whatever. Yeah, man. I have it on a stand and everything. When I saw that they had the Mace Windu, I said, I got to have the purple pimp one. I have to have the purple pimp one. Um, question from Alf Picknell. Do you think the Bad Batch were chipped since they were right? Oh, that's a really good question. That is a good question. Mm-hmm. Bilbo Hauser, what's up? That is a good question. I would imagine depends on what it, it depends on what point of um, incubation that they put the chips in. Because if they're putting them in, bef- but how quickly would they know they were defected? Also, so who knows? Who knows? Yeah, good question. My guess is there's quite a few. I'm like Rex probably went around because he got those two for Rebels and the Lost Commander with Wolfie and Gregor. So there may have been more that that throughout the galaxy where these guys are like, look, man, the war's over. I just want to go into hiding and right. do whatever. You know what I mean? So there, there's there's more stories there to be told. I mean, in this between Rebels and Clone Wars, there's still a bunch more stories to be told. Whack, whack, my this, even the the old clone wars right um like you know well even this one seven seasons you're like how many stories can be told a well, ton of did, stories can be told they also did show that there were clones that kind of woke up or something happened where they weren't clones anymore well at the beginning of this season that poor guy that was being held by those aliens and everything they did to him man i'm pretty sure his chip is gone because yeah. they they oh. dissected that poor guy right man. uh the hell's his name um, I forgot, but he ended up going with Echo, the Bad Batch. Echo. Yeah, he ended up going with the Bad Batch. So it made sense. He could hack into computers and shit. Hey man, we could have a Bad Batch doors, series as well. Because I don't think the animated stuff is over. 
I think Dave Filoni still has some more animated stories to tell. The Kanan one thing that we just dropped, I mean, that's live action. So, you know, there's live action and there's still a, a great animation department. You can tell if you watch Clone Wars season five and watch Clone Wars season seven, you can tell the animation style is a lot better. I mean, just mm -hmm. the Shokotano getting down yeah. uh, with the dual lightsabers, the duelies was badass. When itself, she man. fought, when she fought Maul in the rafters, dude, I was on the edge of my seat. It was awesome. And Maul was kicking much ass without much any ass. lightsabers. With nothing. Without, yes. Force wielding, which yeah. means that he is way more power. He became or I don't know, man. Where was all that when he was fighting? Uh, well, if you ever Qui hear Palpatine Jin. talk, he always talks <laughs> about how the dark side is more powerful than uh, the light side of the mm -hmm. Force. Right, the dark side has is stronger than that, and there's there's fewer dark side wielders than than anything else. I mean, there's mm -hmm. been a lot of uh, noise talked recently about what's going on, where they're going to go, but. After, after this, with all the positive feedback that they got with the, the huge, huge pop popularity of the Mandalorian, I mean, there's mm -hmm. still baby Yoda memes to this day. Oh, yeah. Or, or uh, what's his name? Just the baby or the child is what his the name child. is. Mm -hmm. The child. Uh, there's still huge stories of that. And then once we started dropping scoops about Sabine Wren uh, and then Ahsoka Tano as Rosario Dawson, people lost their damn minds. This yeah. is like, this is the next step for. I think so. Luke for Star Wars. They, this is going excite people. You found a fan base. You need to build off of this, right? Mm -hmm. There's still stories to be told. I and always I argue, think the Clone Wars fan base is still young enough not to be jaded. I My argument was with the Skywalker <laughs> stories was, okay, I have no problem with telling stories about different people than the Skywalkers. You know what I mean? Uh, right. You know. Yeah. Um, I, they so, should. They should. Yeah. Why they, they have an entire universe that they could use. Like what Ryan Johnson was trying to do with The Last Jedi, I, I, I appreciate what he was trying to say. You don't have to be somebody with the of lineage to be a powerful force wielder because mm -hmm. was there, did Mace Windu have a powerful father? No. Did Yoda have a powerful father? All these force wielders that are throughout Star Wars history. Sure, the Skywalker one is because he's the one that was supposed to bring balance to the force, right? Mm -hmm. And it was Anakin that was supposed to bring balance to the force, which he eventually did because he's he killed uh, Palpatine, right? I mean, in the original trilogy, right? So if you think about Luke or Anakin turning into Darth Vader and then taking out, it was Anakin the entire time who was prophesized that was going to bring order to the balance. So with the new three films, that the prophecy has already passed us, but mm -hmm. you know that then people are trying to still chase the ghosts of Skywalker per se. What Ryan Johnson did with that one little scene with that kid doing the thing with the broom, the broom. Yeah. That was just saying that means that like, and it takes they're me back forced, to when they're not, they're not necessarily Jedi, but they're considered force um, sensitive. Yeah. You know, they can use, there's a lot of characters in the star Wars universe that they're not jet. Well, they even hinted to it with Finn. He's like, I felt it. Like, so yeah, could force he be, sensitive. yeah right. So, yeah, they're force sensitive. <clears throat> but, you know, I mean, just like you, when they started this down this road, when they found Anakin as a kid and he had a high midi chlorian count, you know, I mean, you know, sure, anybody. I'm, Mace Windu is one of those powerful Jedi ever, right? But he doesn't have any lineage to him. So, I'm right. saying, when they, they have all these Disney plus series, 
and side movies, that, I think that's great. And then when they start doing the main movies again, which they will do in the cinematic universe of Star Wars, they're going to have to find new characters. You know, uh, maybe Ray will come back as the mentor to somebody, you know, because I think she, Ray said she didn't want to come back to do the series anymore. And there's so much divisiveness with the new films, but they can create a whole new story arc where we don't have to reference Skywalkers anymore. I, and I, we don't even have to stay within this timeline. We can go 3,000 years Republic. back. 3,000 years forward, whatever. When Kathleen Kennedy came out and stuck her foot in her mouth and said, you know, we don't have the benefit of Marvel Comics of all these stories. As like people who are reading books for like ever, when there was no original, when there was no uh, sniffling of the Phantom Menace coming out, um, right? That was the first movie that came back in the the 90s. Mm -hmm. For 20 years, man, people were reading extended universe books and comics. Uh, Do you remember when they re-released the original trilogy in the 95, 96 time frame? 97 maybe? So that was the biggest Star Wars news we had up until they had released those um, what you call them? Every like five or six years, they would re-release them in the theaters and you get to, even so, if you were a kid that was born after like if you were born in 87 or 88, you could still experience the, the big screens, uh, cinema experience of it because they, they re-released them on the theaters quite a while before mm-hmm. they re-released them on, it took forever for them to get to like, uh, VHS and Blu-ray. I remember that it was a, it was a it was laser deal, disc so. first, wasn't it? Laser disc. Yeah. Suppo- laser disc is supposed is one of the few formats where you find the original trilogy. Uh, untouched. Uncut, uncut, right? Until Sean, uh, Han shot first. That yeah. uncut, yeah. So on, and I have a buddy who has like a Empire Strikes Back on Laserdisc, and he was watching it. But if you could, those are the only uh, hard to find. You can those see through. Them. You can see through the uh, the cockpit of the Tyf or the speeder, the snow speeder that Luke was in the original. Yeah, I miss all those. What do you got? What do you got? I got it right here, man. Oh. Man, this is some of the oldest movies I still have my in, in awesome. my co- in my collection. Um, I think THX. I had those at one point. Wow, look at that! Look at that! I remember this came out. It's sexy. I don't even know if it plays anymore, but I played the shit out of these. That's the thing about uh, VHS is you better convert them because one day yeah. you're gonna try to play it and the tape's gonna snap, <laughs> or, or or it's gonna be all like fuzzy and yellow and this is one of the other oldest films that i have that's a good movie right there oh. that is a, a dream to some a nightmare to others oh i don't even know why i have these on vhs still because uh you know it's, it's obviously sentimental because i can't do anything with them <laughs> i don't have a uh i remember when s video was a thing it was S-video. called super video oh yeah 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 it was, a, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like higher little... resolution video yeah 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 you had to have a special cable to, to make it, and now you, everything is high. Damn, ten, it's only $10 on eBay? Well, let's start the auction off on this uh, VHS <laughs> set of Star Wars here. Uh, so speaking of which, boys and girls, uh, we'll let you guys go enjoy your Star Wars day, and I hope you do something Star Wars related. I'm going to go uh, watch episode light, 9, I think. Don't have a star, Don't have a Dark Side Jedi uh, accident with a lightsaber, or else you end up like that. Hey, it's, it'll grow back. He's this is what like, happens. I couldn't get to the, you know... I was trimming it. I'm like, you know what? F this. I'll start over at another time. I'm not going anywhere. I'm sitting in the house. Shout out to my man, El Altamarino. I know I'm not homie since I was in sixth grade, man. That's my homeboy. That's my road dog, Demo from Sunnyvale, right there. What's up, homie? 
Um, so that's it, man. So hey, Wednesday, uh, me, Dark Side Jedi, I think uh, a Nemesis Prime, maybe Otto, man. We're gonna finish off our auction that we did um Friday, man. We still got uh, some stuff, so we'll probably just go like two hours on, on Wednesday. So Wednesday, 6 p.m. Not too long just to finish out because I still have books that I didn't get to because we were running four hours and uh, uh so yeah, we Wednesday. also had 20 people, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at one point there's six of us because the big to do joint. So I mean it was uh yeah, it was getting kind of crazy. I was like four hours in, man. I'm getting tired, man. It was get up. But hey, here. I got more, I got these cool oh you want to hear you want to do a preview now? We ain't got oh, shit to do. Go ahead. Go I'm out, just man. just a stack of some Marvel Spectaculars, Mighty Thor. Oop, Thor's stacks and stacks and stacks. Shout out to our man, Discovery Bay. Don't forget that Monday through Friday on the morning show, he's got a giveaway. Discovery Bay, I don't know how you do it, bro. You be up at like 6 a.m. making videos, man. Marvel Feature. I five, like that one. The Admins. Oh, six, nice. seven. All right, eight, let's start the bidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 18. And a little bit of a thing in Iron Man. I think this is a reprint of Thanos or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to auction off my oh. Torpedoes mystery box, man. And I found some of these cool books. These are like Marvel Tales reprints of like some of the Spider-Man stories. Molten Man. Man-Wolf. Black Widow. The Kangaroo Jack. This effing guy. And starting bid is $1 right now. No, that is... Uh, oh, yeah, and tomorrow, that reminds me when I see first the... First punchline. Uh, yeah, then when I see the uh, first punchline, it reminds me, our cover price top 10... Oh, there you go. That's the Experience second print first cover appearance of Star. Uh-oh. First Hobgoblin with the tattoos. A tattoos and a newsprint. Nor newsstand. Oh, newsstand with the tattoos inside. So join us tomorrow, and we will have a lot of or uh, Wednesday, and we'll have a lot of fun stuff. All right, Jeff Schultz says good night, guys. Going to smoke, then watch the Phantom Menace. Enjoy right. it. Enjoy it. That's the best way to do it, man. Get high and watch the pod race. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of the best scenes of Star Wars is the pod race. I Agreed. know the movie. So you got the pod race and you got the Darth Maul fight. You know, there's a little bit of Agreed. something in every Star Wars movie for everybody. But I remember, mm -hmm. do you remember the pod race uh, arcade game? Like uh, they used to have at Dave and Buster's. I don't know if I ever played it now. Oh, it's dope. It is dope. You could race other people. And I was like, man, that game is hard. That was like one of those Dave and Buster games where they don't put the price in there. You just run credits. Then you realize you just spent like $40 playing <laughs> a video game, man. It's ridiculous, awesome. man. So uh, tomorrow, 6 p.m. We're going to do Wednesday, our Wednesday, price. Wednesday. Oh, uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday, tomorrow. So we got content throughout the week, man. So man, Tuesday, tomorrow, cover price top 10. And then Wednesday, we're going to drop some. I got some MCU scoops. And then we're, we're going to do a little bit of everything. We're going to do the MCU scoops. And then we're going to do an auction. So we'll probably go for a couple hours just to get rid of the stuff that we didn't get a chance to. Uh, any last words, Dark Side Jedi? No, sir. Um, enjoyed it. Happy Star Wars Day to everyone. May the 4th be with you. And join us tomorrow. That's right, boys and girls. Uh, keep digging in them long boxes, and we will see you tomorrow. May the Force be with you always. Oh.
this league, there are assembled the world's three greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind.